And welcome back to WRAM. It's time for another political spotlight. And joining us today is Latisa Wallace, who a, a former state representative and now running for U.S. House to represent Illinois' 17th Congressional District. How are you doing today, Latisa? I'm great. How are you? I'm not too bad today. Um, uh, you know, here we are already into June, and <laughs> the end of the yeah. month is the primary election, so it's going to sneak up on us real quick. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, where you uh, call home in the newly redrawn district? Yes, well, I am a mom first and foremost, I'm also a former foster mom. I am a, a mental health professional by trade. I have a master's degree in marriage and family therapy and a doctorate in educational psychology. And I serve three terms in the Illinois House of Representatives. I'm right now in the really new, uh, new John district. I call Rockford home. So I'm in the north uh, eastern portion of the district. But I did my undergraduate studies in the southernmost portion of the district at WIU. Uh, so I'm a former Leatherneck. All right. So, yeah, you're, so you're, uh, I, I saw that uh, well acquainted with this area. Yes, yes. Um, in fact, when I was an undergrad, it was. This was so long ago. You'll hear how old I am. It was a treat to drive over to Galesburg to go to the mall. <laughs> right. um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very familiar with so many parts of the district. Very good. So, uh, yeah, running when you were in the uh, U.S. or, I mean, the Illinois House um, and then uh, took a break from that and uh, ran for a, a lieutenant governor um, and then now wanting to be a representative in Congress in Washington. What inspired you to to make this run? Well, this run, you know, so after uh, running for lieutenant governor, I was still a legislator at that time, and we, ha- you know, I left the office after we didn't win that primary, um, and I went back to my love of human services. And when our current congressional member uh, announced that she wasn't going to seek reelection, some of my former constituents started to uh, call me up, and then they started to make posts on social media wanting me to run. Um, They wanted to have the things that I boldly fought for in the Illinois House for working families. They wanted me to be able to do that in our nation's capital. So I, you know, made a a really hard decision. You know, this is, it's very difficult to run a congressional campaign, but with that type of grassroots and people-powered support, we have gotten this campaign off to a wonderful start, and we're, we've just been gaining momentum from day one, and hopefully we'll be successful on June 28th. Yeah, it's kind of a, a loaded um, field uh, for the Democratic candidates. Um, what, what makes you um, uh, stick out from the other candidates? Well, I believe the thing that makes me stick out the most is that I have a track record on so many of the issues that people talk about every day at their dining room table. People want to know how they're going to be able to afford their cost of living. How are they going to send their children to quality early childhood learning programs or a child care facility? How do they make sure that they're, like myself, graduating senior is going to be able to afford college? Those are so many of the things people talk about, and I have a track record of addressing many of those issues in the state house, helping to increase MAP funding for college students, working toward increasing the minimum wage. I've worked on a number of issues around equal pay and securing our rights where voting access is concerned, as well as um, reproductive health care is concerned. 
I stand out because I don't just talk about the things that I would do. There's a track record of actually getting those things done. We're talking with uh, Representative Latissa Wallace running for the uh, 17th Congressional District. And so are those kind of like uh, your main uh, components of your platform of, of looking at the things that, that need to be done? Absolutely. Um, the main portions of my platform are centering our families. Um, and that doesn't just mean the nuclear family. That means an individual who is like single out of household and trying to make things work for themselves. I want to make sure that we have policies in place that help people thrive. Um, also, uh, you know, as I mentioned, securing voting rights. We know across the country, not everyone has access like the citizens of Illinois do. We need to make sure that we're addressing that. I also worked very hard in the Illinois House to make sure that women and people who can become pregnant would be protected if Roe v. Wade were to be overturned. We've got to work very hard to make sure that people can control their own reproductive um, freedom. And then we certainly have to address our environment. I was proud to serve on Renewable Energies, now known as Energy and Environment, and very proud to have uh, endorsements from a number of organizations that support so many of the things that are part of my platform. And, yeah, one of your uh, assignments that you had when you were uh, in the state house, uh, the mental health uh, issue, and, and that seems to be uh, starting to gain a little bit more of the forefront. Um, but you also have uh, a little bit of agriculture background as well. Yeah. Yes, I served on ag and conservation the entire time. Um, my father grew up on a farm in Mississippi. I, um, however, grew up as kind of a city suburban girl. But I knew that my former legislative district was surrounded by the agriculture that feeds people throughout our country and uh, obviously also throughout our state. So I'm very keenly aware of the issues that so many of our farmers face, and I want to be able to continue to advocate for them. And on the, the point of mental health, you know, we're hearing all over now the importance of access to services. When we talk about access to health care, we need to be talking about the parity between health care, um, between physical health, and our mental health. We've got to include those services. We also have to have a better pipeline of increasing more qualified mental health professionals. That often requires people to achieve master's degrees, some doctoral degrees. And when we look at what's happening with student loan debt, we are strapping an entire generation with debt, but we need the skills that they're going to bring to be able to help so many deal with the traumas that we're seeing throughout our country. So these, so many of the issues are intricately woven, and often we take about we think about them in silos. But I believe that we've got to work about. Uh, we need to address these issues in a very um, cohesive and intersectional way so that we're not alienating anyone. So, yeah. Yeah, I just saying, yeah, you're bringing up a really good point there with the uh, the student loan debt and everything. And I know, uh, you know, uh, the Biden administration right now um, looking to uh, forgive some of the federal uh, loans currently. Um but looking ahead to the to the future, um, free community college is that is that something that that you would like to see, um, or uh, a student, or, or just a, somehow a way to make it more affordable for kids to further their education, go on to college. Certainly, you know we grappled this issue as a society 
um, over 100 years ago when we realized that people needed education beyond elementary or grammar school, and we created secondary schools that now we all call high school, and it's free and accessible to all. We have got to start to think about how do we approach what you just mentioned, maybe free um, community college. And if we do that, we another place, of, a point for parity is that our four-year institutions, perhaps we find ways to help people um, access 60 credit hours for free so that a number of institutional um, learning opportunities are available to our students and um, available to help prepare people for the new workforce. Absolutely. Um, anything else uh, that you'd like to uh, to share with our with our audience here um, as voters are getting ready to head to the polls? Well, absolutely. I just want to say thank you again for the opportunity to speak with you. You know, it's always a great time to be connected with this portion of the state. I'm so proud to have the endorsement of Mayor Schwartzman over in Galesburg, and I I want to be able to bring a new voice to this new district. You know, we have um, a a challenger on the other side, the presumptive nominee on the other side, who doesn't believe in choice, climate change, or common-sense gun control. And I just want to offer a radical departure from that really dark type of reality. Um, And I just want to make sure that people are aware that they have a person who has a track record of getting things done. I am always going to be available and uh, willing to work with them so that the government works for all of us, whether we live in rural, suburban, or metropolitan areas. All right. That is Latisa Wallace, uh, who is running for U.S. House to represent Illinois' 17th Congressional District in open seat. Uh, she's on the ballot in the Democratic primary coming up here at the end of the month on June 28th. Latisa, uh, good luck for the rest of the, uh, the campaign and, and good luck on June 28th. That means so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks. Bye.